Hello, we're back, and this is not Savage Pathfinder. We are finishing uh, Rome, Act 2 of Cthulhu tonight. So, welcome everybody, thank you for joining us. And, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up here. So, we'll do the round table, everybody can choose their characters, who they're playing, we'll do a summary of what happened last time, and then we'll get into it. So, Jeff, tell us about Pavel, please. Yes, yes, I'm Pavel Voracek, and my good friend Gregor, my 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 best friend Gregor, my like like small child that grew out of like the earth and came into my life is is very wonderful. Uh, Pavel is a cultist, spiritual leader. He is a druidic uh, nomad. Both uh, he has traveled the world and he has uh, traveled the dreamlands, and he is very happy. He is uh, he likes to talk. It's very fun. That is Pavel. And Gregor is very good at everything. He's first in his class. This is true. <laughs> this is a truth. I, it's, I it spent several fortune points to make him far better than any marmot should ever really be. <coughs> Choke on my coffee. Yes. <coughs> yes, you have. <coughs> yep. All right. Megan, tell us about Ruby. Absolutely. Um, I play Lieutenant Ruby McKenna. Uh, she... You okay there, Matt? I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, she hails from uh, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, um, where uh, she has worked at uh, the the Verbose uh, Diner. Um, she was happy to to live there and work there, and and was quite excited about her happy little life. Um, when the love of her life walked in, this this tall, lanky gentleman. Um, uh, Roger uh, was love at first sight. They um, were very happy together, and and with the rumblings that are going on in Europe, they decided to hop ship or uh, jump continents, so to speak, uh, go to England and um, enlist in the army. Uh, where unfortunately, um, Roger was killed when a building fell on him, and alas, um, Ruby was by herself. She uh trained as a nurse um and uh yeah just kind of found herself in found herself with nothing really to live for um but found this lovely ragtag of gentlemen that uh, have brought life back to her that's right is that a real cafe i meant to ask it is i knew it would be <laughs> i love it i love it was and it's just like it was around at that time of course. That's awesome. It, it was like one of the, you know, 12 buildings in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan at the time. But you Before know. Al Capone <laughs> took it over and did his uh, bootlegging racket. Totally. Uh, Aaron, tell us about Leopold. Da, Leopold Brun, he originates from Munich and is a psychic, a son of a, of a family of psychics. His father has instructed him in the ways of psychic warfare and his mother in the arts of telepathy. He grew up in a school for gifted youngsters in Munich, where his parents both instructed until his mother's precognitive skills warned him in 1933 to flee a great evil that was being born in Germany. They relocated to Great Britain, where he joined up to offer his psychic skills to fight against this great evil in the form of either the Knocked Wolf or the Black Sun, who both have stakes in the school in which he was originally raised. 
We've definitely encountered the Noctowolf. Duh. So far. And Jeremy, tell us about Jonathan. Yeah, I'm Sergeant Jonathan Morris, career soldier, head thumper, no, experimental procedure, all that sort of thing. I'm just here to fight the good fight, and actually spending time with Leo has rubbed off on me a bit. I think I'm starting to get some psychic powers, too. I, I see myself going into a tunnel. I see snakes. I see myself punching snakes. Let's see if it comes true. All right. <laughs> we'll see. All right, well, what happened last time? Last time we decided to head to the dig site... And things went off the rails from there. So he drove uh, the captured truck from the hospital that was, they transported the bodies in, the bodies of the serpent people and the the prisoners or dead workers um, from the dig site. He parked around the corner. He did a little reconnaissance in some of the boarded up empty buildings nearby. Uh, Leopold, you levitated over top while the others snuck in between a loose board, I believe, and hid underneath the site office. Well, we had gone over the wall, but then people were coming towards us, and I was going right. back over the wall when I got shot full of Oh, holes. you had a complication, and that's when a, a, a someone from the prisoner barracks ran out, got shot in the middle of the camp due to the complication, and they saw you. That's what happened, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, and they saw you. Then you levitated over. You took a really nasty shot as you were levitating over the, the, the fence. And half of the guards went looking after you, and half of the guards remained. And Jeff, what did you do to the, the, those other half of the guards? I hurt them with uh, <laughs> a, a whirlwind. I unleashed nature on them. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, you, these vines came out of the ground and like entangled them, and oh, that too. They were yeah. stuck in place. But then, didn't you cast another spell on top of that, or do we just walk yeah, around so... and and, pop, and like no, shoot no, in no. Their head? Okay. I remember the ones that were coming back through the gate. I oh, dropped a whirlwind right on top of them, right. and they got they got in the blender. And then, yeah, that that was that was. It's very fun to do that. It it is, and I keep not learning my lesson and just grouping all the enemies together for I you. You're just like, totally do that. would you say they're in close range of one another? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, they're in close range. Okay, okay. I'm gonna cast whirlwind. <laughs> It's good for the stream, Matt. It's just it is stream, good for the stream. You know? It really is. Australia's plays makes a good point. Is it really going off the rails when they do it every session? It's, it's, that's a good point. It's a very good point. It's just to be expected. I figured we we're gonna go in here quiet, we're gonna do some reconnaissance, maybe come back, mm -hmm. you know, sleep it, slip in at night, uh, maybe come back sense. through the day and watch things. But no, we just went in guns a blazing. But it paid off because they killed all of the German soldiers that were there. They liberated and freed some prisoners that were in the barracks. They found, um... Sabella. Sabella. Yeah. You found her, and she also let you know of an alternate route out of there. You made your way into the site office, and you got some, uh... You found a book similar to Ehrlichman's. It looks like it may have been created in conjunction with it or using some of his research. So there's a lot of overlapping details in it, but not quite as complete as Ehrlichman's is. Uh, but it gives you kind of an idea of what they're working towards. It talked about a shield. A shield. Oh, no. Is it Sabella that told you there's possibly a shield buried under here that they're trying to find? Which Jonathan got very yeah. excited for. Mm -hmm. Some sort of magical shield. Uh, you learn more about these certain people. Always, all of them only had, like, one arm. I think their right arm mm -hmm. was missing. And they attack. Yeah. There's no rhyme or reason to their attacks. They attack the workers. They attack the Germans. They attack whoever. Um... You learned that there is a number of people here. There's a uh, Dr. Sabino Aloya, who is an Italian archaeologist. 
There was an Emil Kuster, who is a knocked wolf archaeologist working in conjunction with them here at the site. Uh, there was a bald man in violet robes. And Fuchs. Fuchs made his reappearance here. Your ongoing nemesis was also seen here. But you guys didn't wait till the morning to find out uh to find out if he'd be back or to jump well i guess not we i guess we haven't gone to the morning yet we're gonna we're gonna go down below and i guess that's kind of where we left off like the details you got where they were digging under here this is obviously not a road that they're building this is all a cover they found out that there's this this artifact underneath the, the streets and the knocked wolf are working in conjunction with the Italians um, to get it. There's trucks that come in intervals. They take the the spoiled uh, or the soil away. That's what these trucks are normally used for. They also cart away the dead. Uh, our other agent was killed by these snake people um, at an earlier date. But they did, like I mentioned previously, they did find an alternate way out of the caves or cavern system underneath here through the sewers of Italy. Or Rome, I should say. Um, yeah, I think that I think that sums up everything. No, the only thing we've got left to do before we head into the catacombs is I have to roll to see whether or not I have a physical scar after my injury. Heals. I hope not. I hope not too. So it's brawn and resilience test. I've just got to get one success, and I do. Okay, no scar. Excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. All right, so what is the plan? Are we going straight down? What are we doing? I mean, we could do some reconnaissance. Try and, you know. It's, it's the middle of the night. Gunfire has erupted. I don't know if any of you fired guns, but the Germans definitely did. I, I was just joking. I say just go straight guns in. Are very I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just, well, but, I'm but just setting there, the scene, right? Because there was a gunfight that did play out here. There was a lot of commotion at the at the burning down hospital, too. And <laughs> that you had nothing to do with. We had nothing to do with. And the leaders aren't expected back till 730. So we probably have a mm -hmm. little bit of time if we wanted to do some recon in the catacombs before we headed out. I think we've got to try to deny them access to the shield if we have the opportunity. Yeah, I mean... That's science. I don't argue with science. Clearly, Sergeant Morris, you are very, very astute. We must try to secure the shield against the, the knocked wolf so they do not have access to it. I've even heard talk that the, as Americans like to use shields during combat, and I've seen you very effective with your own blundering way. It's enjoyable. You know, it's not that I don't know how to use a gun. It's just not as fun. I agree. I do not even know how they really use a gun. You do not see one on me. I would not even carry it. I would end up shooting one of you on accident. Please don't. That is why I do not take one. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't shoot me. You wouldn't like me when you shoot me. <laughs> I would never do such a thing to you, Sergeant Morris. It's all right. It'd probably be fine. I would follow you into the catacombs if that is what we are going to do. I would love nothing better. All right. So we're descending into the catacombs. There's so, like I said, there's like a, a can or no, there was a, it was a, a wooden like building, makeshift building uh, has been built around this catacombs. There's just like a heavy, like tarp or burlap, like overhang over the door. 
uh, keeping it closed. So you walk up there, you kind of fling it aside, and you see that there have been um, lights wired and, and fixed into the side of the cave or cavern walls here. And uh, it appears to be illuminated as you, you head down and in. You sit there and you listen. You can just hear, like, the odd, like, drip of water and, like, like rocks tumbling or falling lightly. But uh, um, there's no Germans or anything or prisoners or anything in here currently. Are there, like, any, like, dynamite, per se, in and around the opening? Like, are is there, like, shelves or anything in this little space or anything like that that is a great question but because this is a delicate operation and they are literally going into catacombs and there are antiquities down here there was no dynamite to be found and accidentally set off by the prisoners and killing their captives there's no dynamite it's all hard labor there's picks and there's like little like baskets like woven baskets that are lying there that they use in a big long line to get the soil out and the rocks out Actually, I think I might grab one of those picks, take it okay. with. Never know. So Leo, because he's been failing so horribly at his telepathy, his attempts to link the group, isn't going to mention the fact that he's going to try and do it again. But he's going to try and do it again. Excellent. Hey, you have not? No, you did. Did you do it last week, or you haven't done it yet? No, no, I did it mm. once the first the first yeah, time first we played. session. <laughs> yeah. So if if you guys are okay with it, I'm gonna go. Oh, no. okay. Here Sorry, we we're doing a scene change. I took yep, that momentum right. away. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, that's, that's we're going fair. down below. Got it this time. So we're all mentally we linked for five hours. My friends, this fave will not have to speak out loud, and perhaps we can move more quietly through the catacombs. I hope you do not mind that I did not ask your permission first, but I felt we have grown close enough that this would be acceptable to you. Yes, yes, this is good. This is very good. I'm so happy you were able to do it again. I know it's been it's been difficult lately, the first day or two, so it's very good, very good. I apologize for any strange thoughts that might stray <laughs> and go into your minds. It is very, it is very noisy in my head. There is no worry about that, my friend Pavel. I have seen the strangeness that you bring to the table, and it is acceptable risk to me. Can I ask? Question. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Is Greg looped in? I was going to ask the same question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he couldn't. He could be looped in. Yes, there is enough. I've. Uh... I can loop in five people, so Gregor and the, yes, we are hearing mom and thoughts to a certain extent. Gregor, yeah, I'm gonna chop off a lizard's head. I'm gonna give it to you. However, is, I, I, I must warn you. I must warn you. If any of us suffer any mental stress while we are linked, all others will share in some of the suffering. Ooh, good to know. Hmm. That's all right. What does Gregor's Hi. voice sound like? Hi, I'm Gregor. <laughs> oh no! Hi. Oh god! I, I'd like a head, please. You have a head. Hi. He only knows a couple words. He's still a marmot. Yeah. <laughs> His vocabulary is very small. Hi. It's just, no but like you get a glimpse of his mind, and it is just like. Just ruthless and bloody and homicidal in there. 
but he's still smiling the whole time as he does it. <laughs> See, wave his little like you. little mermaid paw. Yeah. He reaches out towards anyone who has a gun. Uh, <laughs> hi. 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 That's all you hear. Like, it gets really annoying after a while. He just keeps saying, hi. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we descend down into the caverns. So the, the walls or the cavern here, it's, it's like really, really, really well cut. Um, and it looks like I've spent a lot of time shaping this. There are, there are support beams at steady intervals as you go down and in. And the lights are still illuminating your way. And you guys walk for a good, oh, it, seem, it seems like it's been half an hour, maybe even more. But it's hard to tell when you're down here. You can always look at your pocket watch. But you'll lose a track of time and it seems to go longer and longer and longer. And you feel like you've been descending forever. When you get to a point where the... The cavern itself uh, starts to not be as well cut, and the lights all of a sudden just cut off in front of you, and you just have to walk into blackness. There is nothing down here to illuminate the way in front of you. Do we have anything to light the way? Leo's got a flashlight, a torch. Yep. So does Ruby with her climbing gear. There you go. Turn on your torches. Good. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you start making your way down. Like I said, now where there was like a set path, there seemed like a purpose to this, 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 this cave that there or this, they were digging. Uh, it seems like there's like little paths that go off to the left and right and just stop abruptly. And they kind of given up on them, or it looks like maybe there's been a cave in and they continue on down this main vein that you you've been set on uh as you make way down i'll get everybody to please make me an insight survival test with a one difficulty survival insight okay. survival tracking in particular if you have any points in tracking oh yeah i do not look at this getting some getting some momentum here right off the bat huh Maybe. i did not expect that to work so well me neither so yes yes we're going to live forever we're very good at surviving you've got you've got your flashlights out you've also grabbed the maps that were hanging on the wall in the site office and you're using that to kind of coordinate and find that that alternate path in and out that sabella made you aware of and with your roles and your successes you were able to find where it looks like there's an offshoot cavern that was being dug and it's caved in, but you find a space when you shine through it, you could squeeze through there and it looks like it connects with the, with the sewer system. And this must be the path that Sabella had made you aware of as an alternate way in or out. And you make note of that. You zero it in on your maps and I don't know if you guys mark it or something in the cavern mm -hmm. itself with some rocks or something, but you have found your alternate way in and out. Along these, along the tunnels that we've passed, have we seen any kind of markings on the walls or the floor or anything of like of, a, of an occult nature that we might recognize that might give us some kind of clues as to where the shield is? So far, no. This looks like it's just been them digging, trying to find this catacombs that they wrote about. So you're not in a catacomb yet. It's just caverns right now 
as you descend down. You guys do hear the odd, strange, like, whispering, it almost sounds like, scratching, almost like rasping noises every once in a while. As you're descending down to the cave, you spin around, you shine your flashlight, you don't see anything. But you, you have that uneasy feeling. You know that these creatures dwell down here and attack without any notice. Well, my friends, we have the way out into the sewer systems. Shall we escape this, or shall we proceed in attempts to recover this artifact? I mean, who knows? Maybe after all the chaos last night, the other guys, they'll double down on trying to find it tomorrow. So why put off till tomorrow what we can do tonight? Such a most, I very much like what you're thinking. Would there would there be any way to say cut off uh, the path from that we just came down um, oh. in order to uh, block off them to come? You'd have to cause a cave in. Do you have any means of doing so? Well, with my telekinesis, I can move the equivalent weight of a truck, so perhaps I could pull the ceiling down. Is that a risk you all want to take? <laughs> I don't See, doubt that you can do that. This I is don't. where we're going to get complications. <laughs> that would be up to my friends, though. If you want, I can attempt to do this. I don't mind bullets, but there's something about, like... I think I could survive the cave-in. It's the whole, like, being trapped and unable to move and slowly dying... Of no food or water. Well, I think and... if we want to attempt to do this, we should move back up the cavern of Vez so that we are leaving behind the, the entrance to the sewers and do it perhaps further up so that we can retreat back. And perhaps if you want me to try it, I will try it up that way and you guys can go into the branch, into the sewer system, and that way if the cave-in is more catastrophic than planned, you will be able to escape. You, you took the words right out of my mind, Leo. This is absolutely. Well, then it will be your... This linking is very much helping us. It is. It is. You surprise me each and every day in a good way. I, I thank you very much. And I am finding uh, the more and more time I spend with you and Sergeant Morris that I am less terrified of uh, your North Americans who are... Without a doubt, the most terrifying people there are. Oh, <laughs> thank you. you. You say that. You say that all to that. You say that to all the North Americans. I bet. Indeed, I do. <laughs> yes. Ah, this is true. <laughs> I mean, it's nice for somebody to notice when you've put in the work. <laughs> I find you know you've butted us up. Let's let's do your cave-in. So we're gonna you're gonna travel back up the cavern a ways before yeah, this like, this yeah, this like, yeah, like exit, tw like twenty yards, thirty yards up, and then try to look for an area you know where the cavern necks down a little bit, and and well ahead of me, try to you know pull the ceiling supports down and and see if I can do Damn. at least a temporary cave in. Yeah, let's do it. All right, you got three momentum. Can I use uh? Can I use all three of them, guys, to get two extra dice? Yes, you can. Yes, please. Yes, please do. Please. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's uh let's get Hi. ready to rumble here. Hi. Three successes. 
And no even... complications. No Thank complications. God. I thought you were going to get a complication. It was like, oh, God, it's I'm going to crush so one of you to death with <laughs> with rubble. So that means, yeah, I can, I can manipulate up to a scale three. So, yeah, that's like the size of a truck. So you stand there and you... Do you wave your arms and all of a sudden like, uh, pebbles so, yeah, and just, dust starts to kind of like rain down? And yeah, like you said, nothing really physical all that much happens. Everybody still feels like the little hairs on the back of their neck stand up and you get that feeling of like prickly heat. And then he just holds out a hand, Yoda style, and then clenches his fist and it just collapses. I love it. <clears throat> and then dust kind of like whooshes down the cavern past you as it hits and the everything shakes and you kind of look around it's like are we, we're okay we're okay that's it but uh leopold is able to contain it to this little area and bring down rubble and effectively cut you off from the camp i'll roll for stress and yeah two effects doesn't even get past then get past my courage so damn <laughs> man that was amazing now the whole meatball thing makes more sense now uh, ah yes uh my my skills with tele- telekinesis are much greater than that of my telepathic skills, but uh, I am a work in progress, my friends. It's okay, you know, you, you've got the direct effect going. It is all about the visualization. It is much easier for me to visualize the physical destruction that I am capable of, of, of obtaining. It is the, the connecting of the minds that is much more complicated for me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Indeed. Uh, hello, hello, Gregor. It is so nice to speak with a moment's mind. But since we are now uh, we are now free, at least for the time being, perhaps we continue to explore these uh, caverns a bit more, Sergeant Morris, for your shield. Of course. All right. Oh, yes. Bless you. Thank you. It is very dusty in here. Yes, Lieutenant McKay. I apologize for that. Oh, please, I don't, uh, uh, don't, don't, don't apologize. All right, continue on with your flashlights out. Like I said, the, the cavern gets starts to get tighter and tighter and the ceiling shorter and shorter. And you're getting now to where it seems like the excavations and the digging are current. And, um... You get to a wall and it almost seems like there's no way to go when you do spy in front of you a crack that you can you can squeeze through, shining your flashlight through it. It looks like it opens up into a, a large cavern. And on the far side of the cavern, even from here with your flashlight, you can see uh, all manner of strange symbols and lettering carved and etched into the rock on the far wall of this cavern. Can I, can I recognize them? Yeah, same question. You're going to have to get a little closer. Do you You're going to have to squeeze on through and go on into this room. I can uh, go stealth it out if you want. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> in, in fairness, we've been told these these scaly bastards, they do like to ambush people. And I'm just saying, if I was a sneaky bastard and I was going to ambush somebody, I would want to do it right when they're wiggling through and they're most vulnerable. I'd say... Given that, maybe I'll go through first. Or, or Gregor. Yes. yes. Gregor. How, Hi. How, how do you feel about about uh, making the 
making the the maiden voyage through the crack to see the serpent people. Hi. Excellent. Sounds like you're on board. <laughs> okay. All right. So He's going to put himself in the wave down. danger. Okay. Yeah. yeah so he just hops through. He doesn't have to squeeze or anything. He just hops right through this, this like crack in the cavern and uh, hops in. There's You're shining your lights in there so he can see where he's going. And um, he just scuttles in. He like turns around, looks around him, looks like, you know, behind the, this crack. He looks around the room. There's like a stone pillar in the middle. It's not like man-made, but it's like a natural stone pillar. They kind of just like carved around as they're carving out this room. And um, he kind of goes around the perimeter and comes back to the opening where you're all waiting and just goes, hi. <laughs> and my... Oh God, that's it. Wrong voice. That's right. Oh yes, yes. That means it's uh, it's uh, it, it's good uh, good to go. Yes, yes, yes. I look at the uh, look at Gregor. Yes, Is Gregor giving he, me the yes. He's giving you the yes eyes. Yeah, or... he didn't. He okay. like you guys are shining oh. your lights in there. You can put them around the corners, the caverns. I'm not gonna do like a Dick GM thing yeah. where it's like, ha ha ha. You didn't look over there. No, he say he sees nothing. There's nothing in there. So we get I I bring him back into the basket and then we exchange some thoughts, but the thoughts are in Hungarian. So you because he is you know he's hung, he's a Hungarian marmot. So, uh, but no no it's it is fine. He said the, everything's free. We can go. We, can, we just go right in. Everything be fine. Good good. Oh, yeah, it's all it's all clear. Yeah. So you guys all squeeze your way through there. It's a little tighter for some, but uh, you guys all make it through. And it's this looks like it's got carvings and etchings of old ancient languages. It looks like there's more than one language. Like you do see Latin, you see there's Arabic, you see um, almost what appears to be like hieroglyphs, but they don't appear to be like Egyptian. You're not too sure. Just looking at them, glancing at them, what what um civilization they may be from uh you also something catches your eye almost right away on that back wall when you're looking at the strange symbols and etchings you see um the do you remember the boca della vierta that big face that uh, you know Mm -hmm. it was rumored you put your hand in the mouth and it'll about bite your hand off if you're a liar or whatever it was uh you see like an etching of that but the mouth isn't hollow um looking at it you see almost like scratch marks where the mouth is like it scratches in the stone itself like something's clawed at it yes do you think the uh hang on i, I keep losing my voice i am big pharma i am big pharma do you think maybe <laughs> the the lizards are missing arms from this thing they are the snakes or whatever it is they put arms and then goes cut the snakes are liars maybe yes does the Arabic or the Latin give us any sort of hints as to anything here? I, I speak both. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. As you're all kind of gathered around and looking, you can hear a strange hissing noise behind you. And you turn around to see uh, at least half a dozen of these hideous snake creatures have crawled through behind you and are like making their way into the room towards you. This is what we've all been waiting for. Time to kill some serpent people. We're going to fight some serpent people. Are they right next? They're all together, though, right? They're, They're all not clumped together. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. They don't know. They don't know my <laughs> tactics. All right. Can you guys see a map? Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent. I will change the overlay so the people at home can also see our map. Boop. 
Ooh. And they can also see that. <laughs> they can see themselves oh. on Twitch. There they we go. They clumped up. I don't know. <laughs> you see... <laughs> You see that there are snake men coming in multiple directions towards you. And we're going to go into combat here as they start slithering. They all have the one arm. One arm's missing. Big bipedal snake men with tails. It's very, like, exactly what you saw at the uh, hospital, the dead creatures of the hospital. So, as remember, combat works. You guys get to go first. So who wants to go first as you've got snake men pouring in from two different uh, directions towards the four of you? I mean, do you nope. ever... My friends, if you want, I can attempt to protect us as I have done in the past. If you want me to attempt to increase our telepathic bonding through in a Nirvana to give us protection as well. Oh, oh please do. Please do. Okay. Uh, Matt, I am going to give you two threat to get two momentum. Thank you. For the backside, hopefully. We'll see how it goes. All right. I have taken the two threat. I got two successes, which is what I needed. So I'll spend those two points of momentum. And now everybody has an additional five points of armor. Holy <laughs> crap. And the beginning of every one of your rounds, you recover stress equal to your resilience. What? Amazing. What? Str yep. Okay. Oh, All right. Uh, Thank like you. I, like I said in the past, I know now how Jeff feels in Deadlands. <laughs> uh, okay. Feel activated. Do you want to move at all? Or is that. Yeah, I'll move. I'll move backwards a little bit. Sure. Oh, we're all linked. Uh, how do I unlink you? And let me check my. Uh, how do I unlink you, quick, Jeff? Well, there's they, no, they're probably not linked. It's probably just you have them all selected at the same time. It's probably oh, okay. Can you? One of the things you might want to do if you haven't already huh? done so in the settings, like this is for everybody, not just make sure you uh, toggle the left click to release objects. Because sometimes if you like accidentally group a bunch of objects at once. Like you try to like unclick all of them, like it doesn't by default do that. So you have to like toggle that. It makes it easier to unselect. I'm actually I'm good where I'm at. Can't really go back much further anyway. So, <laughs> and we do need to kind of stay relatively. How 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 much distance is this like all close or is it? Uh, uh this is there are medium distance away from you right okay. now. We'll say. So you guys want to stay within close distance of me, or you lose that protection. So we'll say close distance is these coffins here and back towards the wall. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? I don't like yep. without drawing a line. As long as you stay behind those coffins, you're all together up to mm -hmm. the back of this cavern wall. You guys will be close. Yep. Cool, cool. Am I going, or are one of you spending some momentum? Or you don't have momentum to spend. You don't have any. <laughs> Snake man attack. I love it. Okay. So, these guys have good movement. Uh, Let's see here. Hmm. I can get to any one of you with my first snake man. Who will it be? We'll go down the line. One, one, two, three, four, down the line, starting with uh, 
Pavel. It's Ruby. I'll oh my one. god. Die? <laughs> no? Yes, we'll see. All right, Ruby, one of these snake men charge, hissing, like thrashing its one arm in the air towards you. Oh, all of you. A couple things here. Some housekeeping points. Uh, upon seeing these things, I need everybody to go ahead and make me a um, a fear test. Mm. So it's a will plus resistance with a difficulty of one. And if you fail, then you're going to suffer mental stress. Uh, and as if it were again? a mental attack. It mental plus uh, resilience at a difficulty of one. Oh. And discipline would help with this, right? For the focus? Mm -hmm. yes. 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 Okay. Will, you said? Will yes. and resistance. Uh, resilience, not resistance. Resilience, yes. So I failed. So I have to take what? <laughs> We're getting some momentum out of this. Yeah. Yes. I would like to go next. The piss mask. Oh, yeah. How many did we get? What do we need to succeed? Just one or two? Just one. All right, so it's Three. Two, four, so Three, four momentum. Four. So they're going to make the equivalent of a an attack, but it's going to be a mental attack against you. So let me roll their attack. And this will so be is mental a, damage that you're taking. Is it a taking. spell? No, it's not a spell. It's just like, it's fear of seeing okay. these things rushing at you. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sufficiently scared. Um, oh, why didn't I? I, don't it is I don't even need to roll damage. Uh, so three damage and one effect. So this thing, this attack has piercing on it. Piercing one. So you're going to take um, three mental damage. And it's going to be piercing. Piercing means it ignores X uh, resistance for each effect rolled. So it only rolled one. So it's going to ignore one resistance. Great. Okay. That's against your courage. Two What's courage. your courage? So you take one mental damage. Everybody else passed? Oh, yeah. Excellent, excellent. All right, and this thing's going to run at you. As it runs at you, it reaches out with its one arm, and it's going to try and grasp you and, like, hold you. Because that was not its attack. That was just fear effects of seeing these things. Actually. Uh, I'm going to spend a threat. What the heck? Ooh, critical success. Oh, God. So oh. this thing scoops you up. I'm going to spend a threat. And by spending a threat, I can make, um, I can give it the snare effect to the attack. So he wraps his arm around you and pulls you in tight and has you ensnared. Currently. Uh, let's roll the damage on this. Finally, have some competent creatures to throw up against you guys. Uh, and let's what the heck? Let's spend a threat and do an extra point and another die for damage. So three damage doesn't get past your uh, armor. And how many effects did I get? One. It's stun, but I'm sure your resilience is more than than that. Yep. So, but you are ensnared. I spent a threat and it just automatically ensnares you. All right, back to you guys. So I have screamed both out loud and mentally. <laughs> may uh, may Pavel go next? 
Yes, yes. Oh, goodness. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, Bobble and as a, as, a, as a free action, Leo drops the, uh, the telepathic communication. Okay. Okay. Uh, Pavel will see uh, they are in uh, relatively close proximity. Uh, you said that <laughs> close is anything from yes. that. Uh, so does that also mean that close is sure they're the close other? yes there is a okay. stone pillar between them does that do anything that there is not really <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately all right all right if i because like i could drop it i mean like so basically i can put this thing anywhere within medium range and it, it'll affect people that are within close proximity of it okay so uh, it's kind of up to you to to sort of decide how many you, you think that's that's fair. But let me let me roll the dice first to okay. see if I can even do this. So I will it, once Jeff. again <laughs> tap into. Hey, you're the one who keeps bringing them in nice clumps together. Like, <laughs> I needed a more cat open cave. Yes, you keep all oh, squeezing. That works both ways, friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so he'll do his normal thing. He'll you'll see him kind of start to kind of grow translucent skin, the like the weird kind of poppings of like dry roots kind of pop out. But then you see the wind, like you see the dirt in the the, the cavern begin to start to whip up in like this sort of looks like this this cycle just goes circling, circling. Uh, and I'm gonna drop it right where I can kind of get maximum uh, maximum value. So I'm gonna need to roll. I'm gonna burn a couple momentum here. Uh, it's not working for me for some reason, but uh, is this considered anyway, a close combat attack or range combat attack or um when it goes off? It doesn't uh, it's I mean it's a spell, so this so this is the one where I summon something, yeah, and it doesn't actually do any damage. I just summon something, and then okay, it's on on the on the, the 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 cyclone's turn is when it does damage. Okay. And so, then when it does damage, I guess it's considered a close combat attack. Would you yeah. say? Yeah. Or yes. Okay. Uh, well, it's it, at the start of the cyclone's turn. It inflicts uh, power plus one challenge die, physical stress with piercing one, stun effects on all creatures and damageable objects within close range of it. Okay. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Uh, and would you say these are supernatural creatures, Matt? Mm, no, I don't. Uh... Yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, okay. The history on them is not really supernatural. They're like a, they are a natural being on this planet. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, so I their rolled, I got and stuff. No, five successes. They're uh, they're degenerate need... vault dwellers and <laughs> obsidian humanoids. So you got your. Well, I think it's just a category. It's just sort of a category because if it's like if they're, I think it's it's basically because it's this is one of my spells that does well against like supernatural. Gotcha. Like, and then I have another one. So anyway, uh, five successes. I needed two, uh, so I spent two momentum, so that brought us down to two. I can't for some reason the momentum's not working for me. Those extra three successes will kick it up for five. To, to, so we're up to five momentum now. It's not working for me either. Um, Are you yeah, guys at your I, max? I, I thought isn't no. six your max? Six is our max, yeah. Yeah, it won't work and for then, me either. So, so then uh, I'm going to roll my. I'm getting an error on power. my end every time I click it. 
so I got but my I lack the permission to update that setting. So just make note that we have six guys, and we'll just do it on our end. Okay. Uh, I rolled no effects, so you don't have to worry about being. Uh, you guys don't get creeped out by me or anything like that. So there's now. <laughs> Uh, I mean, in the middle is as many as I can get within medium range. I'm spawning it. So if I, as like somewhere around there where I can ever get as much as I can. Yeah. And then, so we're at five momentum. I would then like to spend a point of momentum to let the cyclone keep, so to keep the initiative. So the cyclone can go next. Yep. So <laughs> then it's going to, let's see. Power plus one. So you guys are five so momentum. Six. Four now. Four. We're at four now. So that's six, seven. I'm just counting up all the damage dice I get to roll. And I'll spend. Yeah, I'll spend one more for. Yeah, I'll spend one more for. So we're down to three. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll eight challenge dice to do damage to them. Okay. And this also has the, and it, 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 it's up to you how you want to rule it. If if we're kidding, considering them like you know supernatural creatures, then it's also vicious. Uh, Twelve Holy points of damage. Holy crap! Uh, and this is against the resilience, or uh, they? It's physical attacks. So, Holy crap! Yeah. And if you're considering them supernatural, because this does harm supernatural creatures, it's fourteen points of damage. Uh, there's also a piercing one, so there's going to be, I guess, what piercing? It's going to bypass. Oh, uh, okay. So twelve points of damage. I'm just looking at their armor, their stress. All right, all right. How do how do you want to kill all of them, Jeff? <laughs> what does it's this up look to you like? Whether you want them all no, no, dead go, or not. No, go bad. for it. Feel bad. Go for it. This now was I supposed to be a tough okay. encounter, but apparently not. These guys are actually really yes, tough. Yes. I will, uh, I will. So I will turn into my my normal translucent self i will get all weird and creepy looking um i will drop the uh i will drop the the cyclone that just wrenches all of this one guy's friends into a blender of death and then i will look at him eyes still kind of going crazy and you'll see gregor kind of peeking up over my shoulder and both gregor and i will point in the direction of what's happening to his friends uh just so that he can see uh just the horrific thing that he he, he was spared from the one that now has Ruby. There you go. All That's right. Really you guys want to finish off this last one? Sergeant Morris. It's got Ruby in its grasp. And it looks like there's venom dripping from its fangs and it wants to bite Ruby. I don't like that. Not at all. I think I'll use my... They uh, don't like him up. They'll give me an extra dice whenever I go to hit him. Three agility. All right. So that's a couple more momentum for us. Uh, it does automatically knock him prone as well. Okay. I don't know if that helps out with her being tangled up. Yeah, we'll say he drops her. Okay, good. And did I did I just need one success? Uh yes. Yes, you did. I may just use the two extra Mm-hmm, momentum mm-hmm. i would have got these guys are actually harder to hit at range and i was hoping you guys would use range tax against them but that did not happen <laughs> <laughs> but no minuses to hit them up close all right i feel bad that's all good <laughs> i'm not gonna game the game because you had a good roll <laughs> i do 
okay, seven damage. How do you kill the serpent person? You know, I see him wrap up Ruby. I don't care for that. So first I bash him, knock him to the ground, and, you know, it's the tried and true. The head's laid bare, shield in both hands, decapitate it. I'm a man of my word. I take the decapitated head, and I hand it to Gregor, just like <laughs> I said I would. There you go. All right. Good moment. So you, you have are. dispatched Hi. the the horde Hi. of serpent men that uh, came into the room to kill you, but you killed them in two actions, <laughs> two turns. Uh, all right. Do you want to turn your attention back to that uh, that stone carving on the wall with the mouth, but there's no hole in the mouth with the scratches on it? Yes. Yes, please. Okay. What do you want to do with it? So you said that there was like Latin and Arabic around here. Like what kind of messages are popping up there? Uh, like you said, like there was like some carvings or something like that or, or, or whatever it's, in, in this it's, sort of vicinity. It speaks of a vault on the other mm -hmm. side um, uh, containing treasures of the people from the ocean. Okay. The other side of this. The other side of this wall. Yeah, and I'll translate all of that for anyone who needs it. The Atlanteans. Yes, yes. Are any other other strange... Uh, I also speak Atlantean or read it, so is there any, like, you know, is, is there anything in here that also, like, speaks potentially to the, like, the, the language of the, the, the people of the ocean? amongst the arabic and latin do we see anything else in there no it looks like so the carvings here have it looks like and and, and just kind of like the interpreting it, it looks like people other than Atlante other than the atlanteans um filled this area with writing um to protect something that was or is the atlanteans on the other side so there's no um writing from the atlanteans here in this room maybe on the other side but not on this side mm. Need to find a way to the other side, I guess. Do we see any other kinds of symbols in or or around the mouth or the mat or the face that may give some sort of occult indication of of how to get through this area? Uh, no. Just remembering back to the other one of putting your hand Put in there and see in. if it bites your hand off. It appears we are. We must place at risk of going forward uh, onto someone's hand. Wait, wait, one, one moment. I'm going to pick up one of these snake creatures' arms and try that first. Yeah. Just you, to see if that sure. does anything. You drag the one that's close by and you place it on there and nothing seems to happen. Mm. But mm. the claws on this creature seem like almost like same shape and size of what's been carved into the stone over time like these creatures have been clawing at it oh okay so it doesn't look like they put arm in it gets cut off and they like scratch in pain or they're trying to like scratch away just like to dig to like dig to like dig okay. yeah hmm. we hmm. did find papers and the like in the in the uh, basilica near the other face is anything in there indicate what how this may be bypassed uh 
if you guys want, you can make a reason uh, academia roll. Sure. Difficulty one. Two successes. Two successes. <laughs> two successes. Give yourself. Oh, make sure you're counting your your momentums here. Oh my god! Two successes. Everybody's got two successes. Um, you read the walls a little bit more, and you kind of look at the symbols and some of the hieroglyphs, even though those who can't read some of these languages. And it looks like um, there's symbols and hieroglyphs showing these serpents and putting their hands on there and losing their arms. But it shows like people putting their hands on there and like doors opening. Like this was like created to seal off and keep these serpent people out, but would open to humans or maybe Atlanteans or something. Oh, oh, I, I get it. I get it. And remember, we can't, we can't think of a lie. So Ruby's going to go right up to the, oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, she's going to be like, okay, okay, no lies. Okay. And she'll put her, her uh, right hand on the mouth. Okay, you put your hand down on the mouth and all of a sudden like some debris and dust starts to like fall from the ceiling and you can hear like a, a clicking noise and a rumbling as like a stone door <sighs> slides open in front of you, uh, opening up into a, a much larger cavern, almost like a, it appears from here like a grotto. You see a massive cavern, there's like glowing phosphorus fungi all over the floors and walls. You also see an unsettling sight of like bone um bones strung together with like sinew all along the walls and the ceiling appears to be human bones but you can tell but you'd have to take a closer look and they're carefully strung together like somebody's created this and you have to walk through this bone corridor to get into this giant cavern and the cavern ahead of you also notice something that there's quite unsettling there there's a massive fountain at the center of it and it's similar to the uh the triton in the piazza berberini um but it looks way way older than anything you saw above ground uh in rome and it's made up of four grotesque almost alien looking like dolphin-like creatures. They don't look like what you know dolphins look like. They're distorted and misshapen. And they rise up from the ground from a shallow water underneath, uh, with each of them pointing in one of the cardinal directions, north, south, east, west, and supporting like their tails because their heads are down on the ground, their backs are arched up, their tails up in the air, and their tails are supporting um, a massive upright clamshell. And in that clamshell, you can see a small statue that's housing or holding this glowing shield-like object. <gasps> Sergeant Morris, I think I found your shield. Wow. Very well done, Lieutenant McKay. I suggest we proceed with caution. Does does the sight of this of these creatures on this fountain spur any memories from my occult studies or the creatures like uh like the the bones? No, the uh the the dolphin like creatures that make up the fountain. Um, no, I'm gonna say no. You've not seen anything like this before. It's very very alien, and there's okay. you've never seen quite anything like it before. Are you guys stepping into the subterranean grotto? Uh, what what does it smell like? Does it smell like uh, 
um like new like is it just that it's been closed up for a while or is there like fresh decay like right like those bones and whatnot like is there some funk to them it smells ancient it smells like it's been undisturbed for a long time there's kind of like almost a funky smell maybe from the the fungus that has been just flourishing in here the floor what's is the floor like dusty and does it have tile mosaic anything the suggestion of footprints as if the people have moved about here before it is very dusty you don't see any signs of movement the only sign you've seen disturb is when this door opened up and the dust around or behind the door would have been pushed aside and kind of brushed it back but there is a heavy layer of dust underneath the dust there are uh like marble tiles leading into the room and towards this this fountain held up by these four dolphins and this clam shell that they're holding up in their their tails so the this the serpent people did not get inside of you it seems does not appear that way despite them missing arms uh, maybe I think, they could not enter i think you're probably right there Pavel. however since we were able to gain access quite easily we need to make sure that we take whatever is of significance from here because undoubtedly the nazis i mean the germans and the nachtwolf will be able to gain access once they get this far themselves excellent well there is a shield so i mean morris just looking real quick to see if there's any more of that like fancy gobbledygook written nearby it. Well, you do notice there is another one of those statues with the faces up near it, near this fountain, with the mouth that you'd place your hand in. But that's all you can kind of see from here. You don't really see any gobbledygook or such. I mean... I would hate to leave any stone unturned in here. We cannot afford to allow them any advantage. We must attempt to thoroughly reconnoiter the space, I believe. All right. I mean, I'll fist the face and see how it goes. Do not not think of why. Keep your mind blank. As you step into the grotto, as soon as you put your first foot in there, you hear like a whining grating noise and the clamshell slams shut with the shield inside oh it would appear that we have a work cut out for us maybe all right um so yeah um i say uh, can you can you like reach out with your with your mystical mind and like touch the walls and floors and things and see what happens i i couldn't i can apply pressure against the floors and the walls uh however <laughs> if they respond to human touch it may not have any effect but i will give it a trance uh as you're staying there also or as you're walking in anybody who wants to study the bones can make me a reason science or a reason medicine role with a difficulty of one to okay. get a better look at these bones and get a better understanding of them those are, my, those are definitely my strong suits there i figure ruby's also probably Fine. good at <laughs> some medicine Ooh. 
All right. Wow. So one success. That's all you need, each of you. It looks like the bones are actually thousands of like, look like they're from claws. And with your successes, it looks like it's made up of nothing but hands, fingers, and wrists of something inhuman. You can only assume it most likely from these serpent people, these one-armed mm. serpent people. So this long corridor of bones that are strung together sinew leading in towards this clamshell is just like covered wall to wall, all the way up to the ceiling and just these serpent hand bones. I mean, this is fascinating. I wonder, and and there's like, so there's nothing human here, right? No, not human. And there's no skulls, vertebrae, ribs, like anything else. It's just hands, fingers, claws, inhuman. In I mean, appearance. maybe some of those snake people were smart enough to follow regular people in, kill the people, shove their arm in. Statue didn't like that. Or perhaps each time that the serpent people attempted to put their hands onto the mouth, their arms were taken, and then something in here has made this world of bones. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. So we are not alone. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All right. You make your way into the grotto. I mean, we keep eyes and ears peeled. Yeah. Walk closer. Yeah, as you get you walk in and you get into the like closer and closer to this fountain with these alien dolphins, this clamshell, and it appears this is the only thing in the room. It's a big cavernous room. The walls, the ceiling are all covered in this like glowing fungi everywhere. It's just kind of like radiating light. And as you get closer, you see that that face now it has the open mouth on it, and there's stone steps that lead up to it. It's almost like perpendicular with the clamshell. You'd have to walk up and place a hand or something into this stone face next to the clamshell. Uh, and you notice it was like brown staining on the stone of the mouth of this one. And you scan the room and that's this is really the only thing in here. This big giant open room just containing this fountain. And you saw there was a treasure inside the clamshell. It snapped shut when you entered the, the room. Perhaps you are required to make some form of sacrifice to get the clamshell to open and take the shield. Or perhaps you must be a worth to gain access to the shield. Much like the Arthurian legend. Absolutely. Um, I'm, can, I, can I go over to the, the wall and um, this like uh, fungusy stuff? Can I pick some off the wall? Sure. Yeah, you pick it off the wall, and after you do so, it continues to glow for a while. It continues to just kind of pulsate and give off some light. Excellent. Sick. Do you want to eat it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe later. I'll put some into my pocket and see uh, see what crazy trips I can go on later. Right? Totally. Leo will study the clamshell to see if there's any kind of arcane or occult script on it or any 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 other indications that it's anything other than a giant closed clamshell i like around the area or, or mm -hmm. the statue the yeah, around the statues around the fountain and, and up towards the clamshell yeah like there's nothing real else in this room anybody who wants to kind of like look at the fountain and the statue and the the mouth and everything else you, like you can all make me a reason observation test as you kind of like look at everything and try to figure out like how do we how do we do this how do we get what's in there I mean, 
I'm assuming we just shove our arm in, but it's yeah. good to look around. <laughs> it seems like. Oh my god. Nice. <laughs> what? So you get down and you you look around the fountain. You you test the water, and this is like fresh water. It's coming from uh, some artesian well underground, and it tastes fantastic. And you climb up on the stone steps, and you start looking at this this mouth face statue, and you kind of you take one of the flashlights and shine in there, and it looks like. Um, there, there's almost like a trigger or a sensor when your hand goes to the back, it clicks a button and it looks like something might pop up from underneath and, and, and shoot up and hit you in the palm when you do so, when you activate this, um, and you deduce that this might be, uh, the way to trigger or open, um, this, this trap. It may take some sort of sample from you to ensure that you are, like Jeremy said, the Pentatent Man. Uh, maybe you are the worthy one to unlock its treasures within. Perhaps a trap to keep the reptilians out, should they have managed to find their way in here. And do we want to dress straws and who dress? I'll volunteer. <laughs> no, Sergeant Morris, in, in the event that this does some damage to your hand, I... You are too skilled of a combatant for that. Allow me to put my hand in there and we will see if it opens the clamshell. My hands are of limited use to me anyway. All right. So Leopold's going to climb up these big stone steps and stick his hand inside the, the mouth. Yep, yep. All right. So you put your hand in there. You click that that trigger at the back and all of a sudden something shoots up from that hole, stabs you right in the palm. Uh, so you got a sharp shooting pain and you can feel blood trickle down from where uh, you were stabbed. And you get like, like almost like a, a jolt of like electricity when you do so. And you get the taste like if you've ever put like a nine volt battery on your tongue, you get that taste in your mouth, like strange electricity taste. And um, you sit there and Nothing seems to happen right away. You pull your hand out and you look at it. And there is a small prick mark where you were stabbed by something that shot up. And after a moment or two, there's this whining, grating noise that you heard earlier when the two halves had shut. And this clamshell slowly starts to open up in front of you. Revealing the treasure inside. You see a beautiful golden crystal um with blue veins through it carved into the form of a rounded shield surrounded by gleaming red metal and a glass mount in the shape of a female warrior uh anybody looking at if you want to kind of determine like what this maybe civilization was you can make me a reason academia a reason history role determine this 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 female warrior and what Maybe what civilization it was from. Two successes. Difficulty one, okay. Uh, it appears to be Greek. And it appears to be uh, a depiction of Athena. Mm -hmm. But she's not quite the same as what you've seen portrayed in all the other history books. Like, there's similarities, but something's not quite the same. But you can't put your finger on it. But it's just sitting there. It's sitting there. It's holding it. It's almost, it's like the shield is sitting on this statue of Athena, holding it in place, waiting for someone to take this blue or this golden crystal shield with blue veins running through it. 
So is Leo on the same level as the shield? Yeah, then? you're standing in okay. front of it. Yeah. So he will reach over and pull it out um, and hand it down to Sergeant Morris. Sure. As you grab it, you get a static shock jolts you, but nothing to like damage or hurt you significantly. And the whole chamber, the glow just all of a sudden dims briefly as you touch it and take it off of the the statue. And the atmosphere just kind of feels less oppressive, like like a weight has been lifted off of this area. Sergeant Morris, this appears to be a shield of Greek origin, perhaps dedicated to the goddess Athena. That's the one that like broke out of a dad's head or something, right? Duh. Duh. Okay, she's cool. If there's nothing else in here of interest, then perhaps we should make our way out and see if we can seal this chamber as well as uh, we did the other one in an attempt to uh, slow once again the Knocked Wolf progress through here. You could also take that statue of Athena. Oh, it's yeah, only yeah, about yeah. It's only about like two feet tall. Like it's almost like a mantle just to hold this shield on, just oh, to okay. place it on. So it's not like a full-size statue of her. It's actually quite small, so two feet tall. Oh, yeah, tall. so he would definitely, Leo would grab that up yeah. too. That's awesome. All right, yeah. And you've recovered the treasure down here. You've recovered the shield. Yeah, what do you want to do? You want to seal this place up? You've got an alternate way out. What do you? Wh- where do we go from here? Yeah, I think we will would uh, seal this place up, head back through the sewers, and try to make our way out of this area before before they dig their way through here. Mm-hmm. Destroy it so the Germans, so the knocked wolf can't find it. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, there, was there anything in the coffins? Anything in the room? Uh, no. In the other room? There, you you open up and there there are skeletons, but there's no, like, treasures. Like, if you want to crack them open, there's no treasure or anything on them. This appear to be in, like, old tattered robes. Uh, the markings on there, I'll, you guys made some rolls earlier. I'll just say it looks like it's holy men of various denominations and civilizations that work together, most likely, to build and seal that that treasure on the other side in. And these are holy men that were buried here to kind of protect and um keep evil away if you will fair do we see any um do we see any signs of like other routes to this place like where like so i mean i think paul would be like where is it that this sort of people came from you don't quite know um I'll say that some of the hieroglyphs and the writings on the wall uh, talk about these these degenerate serpent people that were trapped underground by Roman priests, um, and they sealed them in these catacombs. They once dwelled above ground, and um, they've become more and more kind of like degenerate over time in the centuries. They weren't quite as serpentine, but as they've been locked down here, these abominations, they've just kind of devolved in more and more into these things. Uh, but these were once creatures that walked uh, above the ground and were considered evil. So they've dwelled in numbers under here and they, you don't know quite how far this might reach, like how far, like within caverns under the earth that they, they go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we've got what we came for. We should probably, like we said, just, uh, we should, uh, uh, block this place and leave or just leave. Because we have the important bits. However, if we do block it off, 
they will spend precious time trying to get through only to find that their prize is gone. It will give us a head start. Agreed. They don't. True. Yeah. So we'll once again pull back towards where the sewer entrance is, and then Leah will go closer towards this cavern where we fought the uh, snake men, and he'll pull down uh, the ceiling if he can. Yeah, there's that one pillar too that maybe yeah. we knocked out. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. true. In the middle of that room, you could bring yeah, it down take... on there and seal that down. Yep, yep. We'll do that. That's what I'll try. Okay. So you've got a whole bunch of momentum there. This is the end of the adventure. So if you want to use it, use it just to make sure this really goes yeah. through. And Okay. I will use uh, three points of momentum to get two extra dice. And. Uh... Five successes. <laughs> wow. It's Holy been a night. Crap. It's so been that's a like, night for rolls. That's like a, a Ooh, good night, everybody. truck. I mean, like, a, it's like five-ton truck pulling down. Wow. Okay. Oh yeah. So, like, you find the sweet spot and all of a sudden just crashes down, completely filling in this cavern. You can see crumbling behind where you pulled down that pillar as well. And it kind of, like, fills in the entrance to that grotto that you were just in. And it's going to take a hell of a lot of time for anybody, a long time for anybody to dig their way in there. If it is even salvageable, um, that grotto, to find what was on the other side with that many successes. Whew. They will spend a great deal of time trying to get through there if they even attempt it. I believe we are free now to leave through the sewers. <clears throat> you are free. You and you know your way out. You don't have to roll or anything for like that. You backtrack. You've now got sealed on either way. Uh, you guys sneak through, squeeze through. You are in the sewer system. It smells terrible. There are rats everywhere, but you do find a grate that you're able to pop up and climb out of. It's still the middle of the night. Uh, and you are still on this, like, remember you were on, like, a small island within mm -hmm. Rome. So you're still kind of on this island. You're further away from the dig site. Uh, I'll say you're, like, in the streets among more of these abandoned uh, buildings uh, that were vacated for this this road construction, if you will. Um, but, yeah, you've got the shield. You know now that you've freed Sabella. You need to make contact with Section D and possibly get the hell out of here or... Go back and reference Ehrlichman's notes and see if you can find some clues as to what this thing is and maybe what your next steps are in this journey. So let us make our way off this island and find a quiet place to uh, do some research while we're here in Rome to figure out where we need to go next. Yeah. You guys want to stay in Rome? Do you want to get out of Rome? This, this is more like for story purposes it doesn't matter just want to get somewhere else in it italy italy or get out of italy if if we leave from there's less likelihood we run into fuchs or the violet robed men or the archaeologists that were ahead of this site so right now they do not know we have these things so that means they will still be digging though i might they might suspect something with the destruction that we have brought onto them but still, they do not know for certain. True. I agree. I like leaving with the doubt. Yes, yes. Yes, it would be... Uh, that. I think we should leave as, as fast as we can. If you think about so it, this, that... is, this has been one hell of a night. 
attacking, I mean, burning down a hospital, slaughtering a dig site, fighting uh, a whole bunch of serpent men, finding this ancient Atlantean treasure. It's been one hell of a night. This has all happened in a span of a few hours. I mean, so say what you will about the methodology of how we got there, but if in the end they're clueless as to what happened, was it not a successful clandestine operation? Covert, yes, we were very covert. Covert, covert. operation. Yes. Yes, I agree. We very much approached all our missions with the scorched earth mentality. If, they, if, if you leave no witnesses, then it doesn't matter if they saw you because they can't tell anyone about it, yes? And if you destroy every place that you were at, then they cannot find any evidence of you being there because they don't know for certain. Yeah, we've, we've really trailblazed new ground for, for, you know, stealthy covert missions. This is good. I like it. <laughs> good people. I do also. As love you. Good people. Uh, all right, so we'll say... You use the darkness of night to slip off the island and try to get your way out of Rome and somewhere in the countryside as, you know, news breaks of this horrible uh, hospital fire the night before. And uh, seems like they're, they claim an, uh, an attack was made on the, the road work and there's going to be some delays. Um, <laughs> but they don't really get into details of what took place there. Uh, more, more than likely a labor dispute. But yeah, we, we are done this chapter. We are done Rome. We finished it up. We finished early. I figured, you know, the, the combat might have taken a little bit longer, but uh, <laughs> we made short work of that. Those guys were really difficult. <laughs> they did some serious damage. F, they got close to Oh, um, really well tonight. Like, you guys yeah, rolled we did. Like, phenomenal tonight. Yeah, that we, cast, we I it. rolled like five successes just to cast, and then the damage roll was ridiculous. So, yeah crap i even put more in there than it suggested because i was like oh you guys can handle it you guys can handle these guys and but you were right we can you definitely can <laughs> all right so that's it that's it for rome we're going to be going somewhere else next but next week we will not be going to the next adventure site we're going to be doing some savage pathfinder because aaron's away right that is correct. So we'll my some... wife's birthday, and it would end in my divorce if I played. <laughs> so. so we're going to hop back to Savage Pathfinder so Aaron doesn't miss any parts of the uh, the next chapter. And um, then I will be away the 14th, and then we'll be back on the 21st with a with a game after that. But let's do a roundtable here and end it a little bit early. Jeff, what do you got going on between now and next week, Thursday? Yeah, tomorrow night, uh, twitch.tv slash the lollygeigers. You can catch myself and Aaron uh, as we uh, begin a new uh, every other week Hunter the Reckoning uh, Chronicle. Oh, awesome. Just, yeah, just got my physical copy today. Very excited. PDF's been out for a couple of weeks. Uh, so that's starting up tomorrow night. Uh, Saturday, no one ring, but you can catch me and Jeremy over on Grand Perilous Plays, a different Twitch channel as we're playing Heart uh and then i think sunday i'll be over on steam still murder playing some shadow run awesome busy for a guy who was supposed to be away this week he's got a hell of a lot of games yes if i don't play the games <laughs> then all the voices in my head start to be very very clear <laughs> i don't want i don't want to hear what they have to say i'm there with you <laughs> hi. canada or bus hi hi hi, hi. 
Hi. I wish that's what they. Um, um, Megan, how's your board game adventures been going? Uh, no board games this week. I'm tired. I had to go back to work after a bit of a of a of time off, and yeah, it's kicked my ass, and I'm tired, and I'm boring. <laughs> it doesn't help that it's been raining here every day for the last two weeks. See, I like the rain. I I thrive in the gloom and kind of rainy bits. I don't like the sun. Oh wow! Okay, I learned something about rain. Megan today. It hasn't, hasn't <laughs> rained here since the second week of February, so <laughs> it's been nonstop. And let it for a couple of days, and it's going to rain now all weekend and all into next week. I'd kill for some rain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Aaron, what do you got going on between now and next week, Thursday? Uh, well, tomorrow night, uh, I'm going to be playing some Hunter with Jeff. I cannot wait for that. Super excited for that. Uh, next week, um, Wednesday on Garblag at uh, 1 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, we'll be playing some more Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition Once Upon a Time in the Old World. And then after that, uh, pretty much off for the rest of the week for my wife's birthday. Awesome. And Jeremy, why don't you tell me about this Patreon? Yeah, Aaron Reese on Patreon. You've got comics, art, maps, RPG assets. It's a good time. Cool, cool. All right. Well, that is it for us this week. I will be back with Pathfinder next week. No deadlines on Mondays. So yeah, that's it. Just uh, Pathfinder next week. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. As always, it's, we appreciate it. And we'll see you next Thursday. Have a great week.